The best and brightest physicians choose to work at Boston Medical Center. And now it's time to hear what they're saying. This is Boston Med Talks. Here's Melanie Cole. Healthy food can be expensive, and as a result, it can be difficult to eat well when you're on a tight budget. However, there are so many ways to save money and still eat whole healthy foods. And here to tell us how to do that is Tracy Berg. She's a registered dietitian and the culinary nutrition manager at Boston Medical Center's Nutrition Resource Center, Food Demonstration Kitchen, and Preventive Food Pantry. Tracy, I want to start with informing the listeners, what does eating healthy even really look like? Well, um, eating healthy is kind of different from for everybody, but in general, um, we want to uh, have a healthy meal. You want to be talking about eating fruits and vegetables. You want to be talking about eating whole grains and protein, not just meat and chicken and fish, but you can also have protein sources from nuts and seeds and soy and eggs and things like that. So we're going to jump right into this segment because we want to get through as many tips as we can, sometimes eating healthy. When you talk about things like nuts and seeds, they could be $12 a bag for almonds. It's very expensive. You go to Whole Foods, you see all this healthy food. What are we supposed to do? How do we look for those healthy foods and save money at the same time? Well, when you're talking about like nuts and seeds, they can be a little bit on the expensive side. But if you can buy in bulk in places like you just mentioned, Whole Foods often has bulk bins for food, you can usually get a better buy on that. But um, And sometimes if you buy larger bags of nuts and seeds, they can be less expensive per pound um, as they, the, the size of the bag gets bigger. Uh, but one of the things you want to make sure is what we were talking about is planning. And planning is really the key to budget-friendly um, meals. So then let's talk about planning because you want to get the biggest bang for your buck. And so certain foods have more health benefits than others, or certain proteins are more packed than others, or fruits and vegetables have more vitamins than others. So tell us about how we start with that planning. Okay, so what you want to do is um, you want to really start um, thinking about, before you go grocery shopping, you want to start thinking about what you're going to have for the week. Plan your week. So some of these things that you want to think about is maybe taking a look at what the sale items are, or if they have like the... um, the uh, flyers that they might send home with a list of foods that are on sale, and then plan your meals around those items. And you can also use your store saving cards because you usually get discount, discounted off the entire amount of, your, of the food that you're buying. Um, other things you can think about is, um, you know, buying in bulk is not always the cheapest way to go. A lot of people think you go to those big giant stores, you're buying bulk, um, but sometimes you got to check the price and compare the pound uh, per, per price that you're paying. And if you're buying things of large quantity, say you're buying a whole bunch of cucumbers because they were buy five, get um, two free or something like that, you might end up with a couple mushy cucumbers at the bottom of your refrigerator um, bin. Uh, so buying too much is not always a good deal. There's an exception to that rule that I use is if I see frozen vegetables that are on sale and say you might be able to get them for like 10 for 10 bucks, um, frozen vegetables are going to stay frozen. And when they're um, picked in the, in the, in the farm, they're fro- flash frozen right there. So um, they're going to be a healthy choice for a vegetable and can make a quick, easy supper without having to do too much work. Frozen vegetables are just as healthy for us, though, right, as, as fresh? Yeah, frozen vegetables is just 
just as healthy as fresh vegetables. So there's a couple things to consider. Frozen vegetables are flash frozen right after they're picked from the farm. They're, they're steamed first and then frozen. So you're getting them at their peak of freshness. Sometimes you were buying fresh vegetables. They could be coming, you know, they could, it could have taken two weeks to get to you. Could be traveling, you know, 2,000 miles to get from California to Massachusetts. So you're not de definitely getting the most fresh. And the thing about frozen vegetables, too, is they are handy. You know, um, if you have like a frozen corn, frozen peas, or frozen, frozen broccoli, and you otherwise have no other vegetable in the house, at least you know you have something that's ready to go when you need it. Makes meal preparation nice and quick. I'm a fan of beans and canned food. Are they as healthy as the frozen versions of various things? Because the canned beans, you don't have to soak them. They're ready to go. You can cook them up in two seconds. Oh, yeah. Canned beans are great. Um, canned beans, just what I do with the canned beans, though, is you just want to um, rinse them first under water so you get rid of some of the... Um, the brine that it's in can have extra sodium there, so you can rinse them. But you can get canned beans really inexpensively. Dried beans are really inexpensive, too. Usually, uh, dry beans, you'll get more bean from a dry bean package than you would with the cans. And as you mentioned, dry beans do take a little bit of time to cook, but there's some new, you know, um, the, the Instant Pot, the pressure cookers, these, they're much safer now than they ever were. And you could cook up a, a bag, a one-pound bag of black beans in about 20 minutes. You can have these fresh, you know, freshly cooked black beans. So um, either one, either one are great, great sources of protein and, and fiber. So healthy for you. So as we're talking about planning and we're looking at the flyers and our coupons and we're making our plan, a lot of people don't know what to do with some of this healthy food. And you're a chef. Tell us about the cooking part of it all and give us some tips. Now, you just mentioned about the beans and how we can use some of these new pressure cookers. Give us some more tips about cooking some of these healthy foods. Okay, so let's talk about meats first. So when you're talking about um, meats, try to buy less expensive cuts of meats. Now, if you're buying a cut of meat like, um, uh, say, a, uh, if you're buying a prime rib steak or something, it's got a lot of fat in it, and that makes it nice and tender. So you can cook it quickly. Uh, and and um, it it has a delicious flavor to it. However, it's really expensive. But if you buy like bone-in meats or roasts or lean cuts of meat like top brown and chuck, they're a fraction of the cost of those other cuts. You just have to cook them set differently. So some cooking methods for that would be like, as I mentioned before, instant pots for doing like a large, uh, like a pork roast or something like that, or slow cookers, the old um, crock pots. Or marinating your meats first. That helps to make them um, less tough, more tender and juicy. Um, another thing with like meats and things, that if you buy um, larger cuts of meats, they're usually less, they cost less per pound. So um, you can break down large pieces of meat, like you get a whole long pork tenderloin um, for usually about half the price of pork chops that, that have been cut up. And what you do is just cut it up into um, separate pieces um, wrap them in a plastic wrap, stick them in all these uh, individual pieces into a, into a uh, Ziploc bag and throw it in your freezer. And then you've got individual pieces. If you're cooking for two, four, or six, you just take out what you need. Um, you can defrost it quickly in the bag in a big bowl of water that's running, running water. And you've got some uh, meat to cook with, and you've saved a lot of money. And you know you've got some backup in the freezer, so you don't have to buy as much when you go out shopping the next time. 
Other things to do as far as meats go, too, is like rotisserie chickens. They're awesome. They can be really inexpensive, like $4.50. I bought one the other day for work. We made a a meal. We have a class called Four for Ten where I make a meal, a three-course meal for a family of four. And from that rotisserie chicken, we had a meal with just a sliced chicken. And then we made two side dishes, a pasta salad, and I think it was a coleslaw. But then we saved the bones, and from the bones we made um, a broth. And from the broth with the other vegetables that we used in our our salads, we made a soup. So these rotisserie chickens can be very inexpensive. also takes the time out of having to roast a chicken when you come home from work. What about farmer's markets, Tracy? They seem to be, when I go to them, because everybody wants to shop at their farmer's market. It's sustainable. It's local. But it seems like the meat guy there or the fresh eggs or even some of the vegetables seem to be sometimes more expensive. Well, um, farmer's markets uh, can be a little bit more expensive because, you know, we are, but, you know, we're, we're, we're getting them from a farm that's local. But you also have to consider, too, that you're sustaining um, farmers in, in your, in your um, local area. So you're getting fresh food um, and also, you know, keeping um, people in business. So now we're looking at things like rice, and we hear you're not supposed to be eating really white rice, but that you're supposed to try with brown rice and lentils and quinoa and all of these kinds of things. Are they healthy and budget-friendly? Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, whole grains are the way to go. Whole grains are the intact grains, so it includes the bran, it includes the germ, and includes what's called the endosperm, which is the protein center protein starch center of the, of the grain. White rice has the bran and the germ stripped away, so we lose all the fiber and all the, the wonderful nutrients that are in the germ, and we're just left with the center, which is that protein starch center. That's what white rice is. Uh, and what we, what we lost with that bran is lots of fiber, and that really helps you to stay fuller longer. So, and, and it also helps to lower your, your risk of, of colon cancer and it, and it feeds your gut and all these other wonderful things. So um, eating processed grains, you're going to miss out on all that nutrition. Having said that, sometimes these whole grains can be a little bit more expensive. So a bag of brown rice, brown rice meaning it still has the bran on the outside, that's why it's the color brown, um, it might be like a dollar more for our two-pound bag of brown rice, but you're getting a whole lot more bang for your buck when when you're um, changing over from, say, a white rice to a brown rice, or even a even when you're talking breads. Uh, white bread is always less expensive than whole grain bread, but for an extra 80 cents a loaf or something, you're getting a bigger bang for your buck nutritionally and much better uh, for your family than than um, using the, the white bread. So there's lots of different types, types of grains to use. Barley can be very inexpensive. I can get a bag of barley, a one-pound bag of barley, for about a buck nineteen in the grocery store. And you can cook these whole grains because whole grains do take a little bit longer to cook. So any, like they'll take about anywhere from twenty-five to forty minutes to to uh, cook brown rice or or um, whole grains. But you can cook them in batches, and you can freeze it, and then you can just you know Ziploc bag, bring it out when you want to have it later. Um, other other things you can do with these whole grains. I make like a big batch of, uh, say, a, a, a farro um, a farro salad or something. We just made that in the in the teaching kitchen today, actually. And I'll make a big batch like on a on a Sunday afternoon, and that'll last throughout the week. If I come home and I I don't have time to cook a full meal, I know I've got a healthy 
side dish of, you know, for my starch, it's all ready to go. So uh, these whole grains can stay for at least five days in your refrigerator and still taste delicious. Tracy, as we wrap up, and what a great topic for us to discuss because it's helpful to people to hear from someone such as yourself and explaining how we can stick to our plan and make our lists and cook healthy. When people are perusing the shelves, they see generic brands. So they'll see pasta by a famous company or they'll see pasta by the store brand. So tell us a little bit about buying generic. Are we getting the same quality? And then wrap it up for us with your best advice and what you teach every day in the demonstration kitchen about eating healthy on a budget. Okay, yeah, so I would say uh, buying generic is, is a perfect way to go. Often buying generic, you're buying the same food that is boxed from the big name brands, only they're selling it on a generic level. So go generic. Um, if you like the taste of it, um, then maybe you want to switch around, but I say go generic. A um, couple of last things I want to say is that um, one thing is when you're, when you're planning these meals for budget-friendly meals, make sure that you keep everything organized, your fridge and your pantry. Um, that way you can see what you have in your refrigerator, and when you go out shopping, you're not going to be buying something that you already have. Like you might have, um, you know, 10 boxes of pasta in your basement, and um, and every day you just every time you go shopping you buy a new box of pasta. Well, you might not need it, and it's just adding up on on, on cost. And the last thing I want to say is watch out for impulse buying when you're grocery shopping. You should eat before you go to the grocery store, so that way you're not hungry. And if you're hungry, then you're going to be impulse buying. Try to stick to your list. An extra thirty dollars a week is another sixteen hundred dollars at the end of the year that you have paid for. Um, that's off of your budget, for example. Basically, when you're planning your, your meals, you want to think before you go shopping. Uh, think about what you're making. Try to uh, batch cook as much as you, if, as you can to make your life easier during the week. And um, try to purchase the food that when you're cooking your meals, just think about making food from home. Here's, here's a, a simple thing. If you're making food from home, you're going to be saving money. If you're eating out, you're going to be spending a lot of money on food. It doesn't matter if you're going to McDonald's or if you're going to the best steakhouse in town. Eating out is going to cost more money than it is eating in. So if you you can just make some simple meals, just some roast some some chicken and have a, a brown rice pilaf and a nice uh, broccoli and and corn salad, you'll save a lot of money and also you're going to be much healthier than eating out in restaurants. It's great advice, Tracy. Really great advice for people to hear how important it is to try and choose healthy. But if you're on a budget, the real great ways that you can save time and money by cooking yourself and making your list and planning out your meals. Thank you again for joining us. This is Boston Med Talks with Boston Medical Center. For more information, you can go to bmc.org. That's bmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.